GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Go podcast presented by the bet parks casino and sportsbook pod app this is the pod these night games are killing me Elliot Shore <laughs> parks another night another win yeah uh, you know it was a, a really kind of all over the place game at one point it felt like it was going to be one of those wild 45 to 42 type games almost was almost was didn't quite get there Eagles kind of had it a little more in hand than that than it seemed the first half but um, a win, a wild one. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I mean, the game has been over for, I guess, eight hours now, and I'm still kind of all over the place with my thoughts on it a- as well. Um, you know, for it to be 40 to 33, in an odd way, I probably don't feel as good as the 40 points would make you think, and I probably don't feel as bad as the 33 would make you think. Maybe that's just incredibly on brand for what people are expecting <laughs> uh, coming into today. So I'm excited to talk about both units, see what you think, and just kind of like work work my thoughts out because I thought it was a work work. Yeah, it's a work it our live feelings therapy out session yeah. uh, Monday. Um, no, just kind of like you know, cause I thought it was there was good and bad, and maybe long term problems, but also. Some really good things, but as much as I feel conflicted uh, about the game, I was walking, I was in the tunnel last night after the game, but then also walking out uh, of the stadium, and it just kind of like set in on me. Like, Jalen Hurts just outplayed Aaron Rodgers on Sunday Night Football for the Eagles to move to 10-1. and mm-hmm. Like, just think about that, right? Like, we spent so many hours on this podcast, on the radio station, just, you know, via text, in person. And I'm sure everybody listening has done the exact same thing. Like, think of how much time was spent talking about Jalen Hurts this offseason. He did it. Like, he did it. You know, like, he he's not a perfect quarterback. No quarterback is. But you know what? He's pretty close. And when you look at the quarterbacks in the league that are playing better than him right now, you can probably only count on one hand, and it probably only takes about half your fingers, right? Like, He's what he did last night is why you pay a quarterback $45 million. And I think it's been a few weeks since we could say that. I know against the Colts, he stepped up late and he deserves credit for that, but they only scored 17 points and the, the offense struggled most of the game. And where I become conflicted is what's the long term, you know, the beginning of the game, I thought there were some long term concerns. But on, I feel like on the Monday morning pods, we always come in and we're like, you know, Big, you know, the team's awesome. The team's great. And it hasn't been like that for a while. Last night was when we're eventually doing the emergency. They gave Jalen Hurts a pot, uh, a ton of money pod. This is a game. Why? Because they don't win that game if it's not a repl- if it's not a special quarterback. It's not a replacement level quarterback that wins that game. The Packers really didn't play that bad. Jalen Hurts was just that good. Yeah, he was amazing. And um, I mean, he's clearly um, 
I mean, the leap he's taking this year. I mean, it's the Josh Allen leap. It's what we talked about the whole time. Yeah. There's the, there's, oh, don't put him in that. It's not fair to Jay Leonard. Well, you know. Um, I mean, it's arguably even better. It, I it, mean, it, Allen look, probably wasn't 10-1. I have to go back and look the year he yeah, made the leap. But Just I'm gonna... in terms, it's, um, it's shocking to watch it happen. I mean, and again, you know. It's both shocking and not shocking when you, you again, the whole thing we kept saying with Hurts is like, don't bet against him, don't bet against him. If anyone's going to get all the talent out of their body, it's this guy. But the level to which he has leaped so quickly, especially with like um, just very identifiable jumps, like the yeah. accuracy. I mean, the to be to go. Well, the quest, to, the quest throw last the qu- like, Again, just in gen, to go from what he was last season to what he is this season as a thrower in one offseason, that's the thing that should be most exciting about Jalen Hurts. And they're 10-1, and one, and they are, you know, coasting towards a one seed. And the kid just continues to come out and lose players and find ways to just throw the offense on his back. Was he first quarterback in the history of football to do what he did last night? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and he makes it look easy. I mean, the runs... I mean his his ability to to straight line run to run in traffic to be shifty to move in and out and then you add in this he like glides yeah he glides like he makes and hard cuts every once in a while but it's more so like a nonstop it's like, uh, it's yes yeah. he like glides yeah. he like walks on water a little bit Elliot and the craziest part is you know we kept doing this last year into this year and and it it proved to be true but even more than we were expecting. But now he's only 24 years old, man. (laughs) He's only 24 years old. And he is someone who, to the point we made this whole time, is maybe the hardest working quarterback we've ever seen, certainly in this city, certainly that I remember. The most dedicated, the most hardworking, the most willing to give up his entire life to, you know, like Brady-esque in that way of like, this is all I care about. This is all I am. I am going to be the best football player I can possibly be, and everything that I have in my body, my soul, my mind is going to go into achieving that goal. And he's only 24, man, well, and he just took an all-time leap. So it's it's the Jalen Hurts thing, regardless of how this season plays out, and they're 10-1, and and they're very likely going to be the one seed, and things are looking damn good for this to potentially be a special year. But no matter what happens, the Hurts thing is the most exciting thing to happen to this franchise. And look, we know things can change very quickly with this position and the franchise quarterback thing, but but um, it's really, really good for this franchise where this kid is at. Yeah, and you just said something at the end of how things can change quickly. They absolutely can, 100%. But I, I also think the Eagles specifically I'll be talking to here, but maybe fans too, like, don't let the Carson thing scare you off from the Jalen thing. You know, like don't don't not pay Jalen this offseason because things didn't go great with Carson. Don't you know if you want to say to me, look, Elliot, I don't think Jalen's going to be the guy in five years because who knows in five years? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I think the next two years you can confidently say, barring again anything could happen, but don't let what happened with Carson scare you off from believing in Jalen because he checks all he checks all the boxes. And you know, again, I could pretty much just mirror everything you just said. I, even the people. And you were definitely one of them. And there were a lot of people out there. But, like, I think even you would say, if I told you after week 11, this would be what we'd be talking about, even you would be like, yeah, I mean, I don't know about all that. Yeah. But, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he yeah. had, what, 157 rushing yards, yeah. more rushing yards than passing yards. Like, First quarterback in the history of the NFL to have a 150 and 150. Yeah. In and, the history of the NFL. Yeah, and that's why I think it really hit me walking outside the stadium. Because there are concerning things from this game. Like I said, yeah, I don't we'll feel as good it. as the 40 points make you think, and I feel better yeah. than the 33 do. So, like, yeah. I feel weird about the game. But this is one of those seasons where we're always going to look back on it. Like, this isn't the 2019 Eagles. This isn't the 2018 or certainly, you know, the 2020 for a negative reason. Like, we're in the middle of something really special. And I just wanted to make sure, you know, as I was driving in, you know, thinking about it, like, we should pro- try to put into proper context what what how special what he's doing is. Because it matters so much more than the special teams. It matters so much more than the defense. Like, we're watching an MVP season from a quarterback. I mean, think of how often we bring up Carson's season, right? This is better. This is better than Carson's season. He he's played better. The team is probably better. Like that's not the de- whatever. That's not the debate. I mean, but they're ten and one, right? So like, yeah. So is that it's, team? Yeah, but like, so it's it's that level of special, I guess, is what I'm saying. And the 2017 team is obviously viewed in the highest of of you know praise and light and whatever the correct phrase is for that. Like, so I just think I don't know why when when I was walking out the stadium, it like really hit me. Like, 
this guy is everything we everyone hoped he would be. He's everything and more. And I'm excited to see where it takes him. Yeah, and and again, it's all the stuff. It's the on the field, the off the yeah. field stuff. I mean, the, what this guy has done in, in building this culture, this team, this um, you know the 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 locker room that that he's fostered, and obviously Sirianni plays a big role in that too. But I mean, it's just it's hard to believe that this kid is is put together the uh, way he is. Let me yeah. give an I think analogy is the correct term, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's one only I can make. But here here, ready? <laughs> just just hear me out on this, okay? Mm-hmm. So he walks in last night to the stadium. It's the blackout game, right? Black helmets, which, by the way, basically just look like the midnight. It, green it looked exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, but it's a blackout, so people are excited about it. He comes in, all black, everything, super cool coat, cool glasses, huge chain, just looking authentically like very much met the moment, very real, very like that is a flawless, amazing outfit you've pulled out, right? Whereas I feel like with Carson. It was never. It never felt that way. Like remember, like he wore the oh, hat after the game. He'd come and, out yeah. in like a weird color blazer. He did it for Washington. This is a perfect. This so, is a you I, right I, here. Yes. And I feel like that's kind of how I feel about both quarterbacks. Like Carson was awesome in 2017, but post that, it just never felt right. You know, like and it was in the locker room too. Like it, it just never felt right. It just feels right with Jalen, and it doesn't mean he'll be here for 10 years. It doesn't mean he can't get hurt because guess what? He's starting to take some He's really bad some hits. Pops, yeah, but but. It just feels like it makes a ton of sense with Jalen. Like, he, he's talented. He fits the locker room, more importantly, but he fits the city. Like, you know, it just, he seems so into the idea that, like, this history has such an awesome, like, rich history of African-American quarterbacks, and he's so into, like, being the next one. Like, it just, it feels like everything falls into place with Jalen. And it's crazy we're saying that because four months ago, you know, they were trying to trade him. Like, they were trying to trade, well, I should say, trade for another quarterback, right? So it's awesome how it's just so flawlessly, like his outfit last night, just perfectly came together. <laughs> yeah, and good thing they didn't trade for one of those quarterbacks. Specifically uh, the one in Denver. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd probably be better here than he is there, but yes, they're obviously oh, way buddy. better off. Yeah, Never wanted Did him. Did you see the dead cap hit to cut him is $105 million? Oh, $105 million. Million. I'm so, And they're not going to cut him, but like. I'm, I feel so justified in never wanting him. That, yeah. was, that was a good, that was a win for me. It little, was. A little victory lap for, it was. for your boy over here. He's and not look, been good. Um, and, and I want to get into the specifics of the game, but to the last point on what you're saying about Hurts and the way this offense is and the team is and stuff like that, where there are flaws and we're going to get to it and stuff like that. But I do think that this year, and I, I've said this throughout the, the season and it continues to ring true, like, you know, this might just be one of those years where you don't have to be great to win. You know, like Good point. You do, I mean, there's no great team. There's one team. I mean, there's the, the Chiefs, and they're and, not and great, the but Chiefs like, yeah. Struggle. Did you I watch agree, that yeah. game? Their defense. Against, say, yep. Bryce Perkins. Like, yeah. they're not great. Like, the Patrick Mahomes is great, but they're okay. And they stalled out a lot yesterday. Yeah. They had a lot of opportunities. It should have been like forty to ten, and they couldn't score. So, I, like, the Chiefs are not great. Like, there is no great team. The Eagles are better than the Chiefs. Like, I honestly believe that. I think the Eagles are a better football team than the Chiefs, specifically when they get players back. Like, I would pick the Eagles to beat the Chiefs on a on a neutral field. Mahomes is the only reason I would say the Chiefs probably win just because Mahomes does something crazy. Yeah, I still I can't the Eagles, get there, but I think your logic the Eagles are is better. Good. Eagles yeah. are a better team. You watch them. I watched that whole Chiefs game yesterday. From start to finish, I watched the whole thing. The Eagles are a better football team than the Chiefs. Like, again, it was the Rams with Bryce Perkins. But regardless, this is a year where I do think, you know, they're they're – it's wide open, and there's no dominant team, and that's a good. The Eagles have put themselves in a really good. Well, spot you think in about the last year. time the Eagles were in were in a spot that looked like this. The quarterbacks that were in the championship round were Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, Nick Foles, right? So, like, maybe it's that year too. And I'm not diminishing well, no, the no, twi- no. again. I you're the 2017 team is a great. No, 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 great, no, I'm, no, great no, 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 no. Like way I, better. I, I, I guess what I, what I meant what I meant by that was, and the, they beat and the that Patriots, Patriots team yeah. was no, great. Right. I'm talking this year. I don't think there is a Patriots. I don't think there is even a. a you know, the Vikings weren't great, but like um I agree with your overall point. I think it's a good one. Yeah. I, I think that like, I think that Patriots team was great in twenty seventeen. You can have bad special teams and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year. exactly. I yeah. don't think you need to be great to win the Super yes. Bowl this year. Um all right, so let's get to the, the other stuff. Uh, we'll get to the bad. The special teams, obviously. There's injuries are starting to finally kind of catch up with this team after being so healthy all season long yeah. and all that. But but quickly, just before we move off, because we mentioned Hurts, but overall, um, you know, twelve minutes into the pod. Just to not to just mention the absolute dominance that was the offensive line, that was the running yeah. game. I mean, Miles Sanders was absolutely brilliant. 
game while Boston Scott, whoever stepped in the game, hurts his running ability like we talked about, but the way the O-line played, I mean, that was that was a break-your-will type of game. 363 yards. It's a silly the number. It's second a, it's a, most a, yards in the history of the franchise, and, Elliot. And let me say this. So last night I'm laying in bed. I, I, I get home and I see the stat, you know, second most in franchise history or whatever. And I see that the first one is in 1948. And I'm like, okay, well, that's obviously not legit, right? Like, come on. That's, <laughs> that's like, what, 70 years ago? Like, So I, I go and I, uh, I look it up. And it was more legit than I thought, I got to say. <laughs> I wanted to diminish it, but it yeah. was hard to. They actually, it was like nine passing touchdowns in that game, oddly enough. But, but anyway, <laughs> I, I still think this should go down as the best rushing game in, in, in franchise history. Uh, the, 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 the team in 1948 ran it 60 times. The Eagles ran, I think it ended up being 49 or something yeah. like that. So yeah. 11 uh, less, less attempts. But, you know, I think it's a combination. Like, the offensive line was dominant. Miles Sanders... Awesome. I mean, he might get double-digit touchdowns by he next week. Brilliant. Right? I know. Like, he probably had his best game in an Eagles uniform. I mean, he's had some good games too. I but think that, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just even just watching him run, it's one of those eye test things. Like, yeah, he's been doing it all like year. His too, numbers yeah. are easily the best he's ever had as the Eagles. Obviously, he's never had this many touchdowns, all that type of stuff. But it's it's the way he runs. It's watching yeah. him. It's the it's the tight spaces it's the and he's hard you know, to bring down for a guy been, his size like he's been great he's really like, not that much great yeah. this year he's really not that much bigger than me like he's stronger than me but in terms of just like if we if you saw us walking together in the mall i love that you always if you saw us walking together in the mall i don't think you'd be like that guy uh-huh. is way bigger uh-huh. than that guy uh-huh. but but yeah he runs like super strong and I, yeah it, it's really impressive i i also think obviously the offensive line was dominant the other part of that is you know that's probably what a legit really bad run defense looks like. You know, like the Packers were awful. The holes on the line were huge. The tackling was poor. The effort, I thought at times, was bad. Like, but they ran for 346 yards or whatever it was. So, 64 so, so it wasn't like, you know, it was a bad run defense and they hit him for 200. Like, right. you know, Nick Sirianni, uh, he gives out uh, a game ball to the offensive line if they get 200 rushing yards. He basically almost has to give out two. Like, they almost doubled up his standards. So... Yeah, it was incredibly impressive. I also have to be completely honest with the GoBirds listeners, and I was texting you this during the game. It felt like I was watching a game from last year for for stretch. Ah, see, I, I I get it. I just didn't agree. I mean, again, there were there were throws in there that that hurts never makes. Well, that that would be the difference. But, but then early on, top on, of that, I'm like again, like you almost, I always feel like you almost like ding the team when they have a good running game. It's like, oh, it's not what I want to see. They ran for 364 yards. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you, if you ask any team in the NFL, any team of football players, are you can win a game where you throw for 600 yards or you run for 360, every single team is going to say, we want to break their will. We yep. want to run for 300. That's football. Like, that's like Richie talks about the, the, the game when he was on the Raiders. I think it was a 20-10 to 10 game where the Eagles – they ran for like 300 yards against the Eagles that day. He said when he came to play for the Eagles, like it's the only thing anyone wanted to talk about was that game when they mm-hmm. broke their will. Was the most amazing thing they'd ever seen. All that stuff like Garner and them, and they just crushed them. Like, like I think it is way more impressive to do what the Eagles did yesterday in terms of running the football than it is to go out and like sling it around the wow. yard for 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 a day. Like anyone could sling it around the yard. Like they went out and broke a team's will. Yeah. They when they had to have it on long thirds and game clinching at the end and all they just they just ran it will. Like that to me is is a that a more impressive win than if they just went and threw it around a lot. Look, what they did last night was obviously incredibly impressive. I don't want to come across like I'm saying it was not cuz it was. It was, you know, in my opinion, in my personal record book, the franchise record for most rushing yards in a game, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, happy to know that. Yeah. Your so, like, book they got. obviously, what they did was super special last night. That that's kind of not what I'm saying. I and what changed throughout the game was they started to throw the ball better, and they did make throws. Like the Quez throw, I don't think Hurts makes last year. Like he ends up 153 yards, not a lot, obviously, but I, the because they didn't need to. Yeah, though. they didn't need to, right? And again. For one game, I, I will sit here in the studio <laughs> and say how impressive it was. And it was. Like, it really was. And Jalen was amazing last night. The only thing I will say is this. Like, this is not how they can win the rest of the way, in my opinion. For a couple reasons. One, like, and I hate to be this guy. I really, really hate to be this guy. Jalen is going to get so hurt. Jalen, like, and I hate to be yeah. that guy. because You're being that guy, though. But, but, I mean, do you think I'm wrong? Like, no, he's look, taking I, so, bad hits. Like, there's one hit yesterday. Yeah, hold up. Here, hold up. Yes, he's taking a lot of hits, and it is concerning. 
Does that mean he's going to get hurt? No. No, I mean, it doesn't. But I mean, he's very good at protecting his body. He's very good at, at, at going down when he has to, at taking the, the hits that he has to take, but not the others. And again, look, he did take some hits, and I'm definitely concerned about it. But do I think that it's a lock to get hurt? No. No, not, not, not a but lock. But I also but... think it's kind of a response to the Goddard thing. I think they're still figuring out the offense without Goddard, and not having Goddard has changed the way they have to do the offense. And he's running more, but... Uh, look, I I get it. They need to, you know, it is it, you can't have him in harm's way as much as he was last night, and expect to to not have an issue mm-hmm. at some point or another. But I I mean, I'm not I'm not going to look at yesterday and say, oh, it's an example of why they're going to be in trouble. Like I don't look at it like that. Like they they put up forty points yeah. and they ran all over a team like. That's a dominant offensive win. They put up 40. You can't come on and always be like, well, they haven't scored this many points in forever. No, no, no. Again, blah, blah, blah. that's why. And then they put up 40. Yeah. And you're like, well, wasn't that impressed with the 40? No, no. Like, pick a side. No, come no, no. on. Well, oh, come on. If there's anything I do, it's it's pick a side. Oh, I know. But, yeah. I'm saying <laughs> no, this no, no, specific no. thing. No, like, and again, that's why I, I'm saying last night specifically was obviously a dominant offensive performance, right? But, and look, I was texting you this early on. Like, when it you're was just not impressed was, by the running game. Well, no, 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 like, hold, on, hold, hate, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, running the football. Hold on, hold on. If it, it doesn't count as an offense like, for you. It's like, you know, like watching Jalen early on was special, right? He's running all everybody. He's carrying the team. That's why, like, all those things. But, like, sooner or later, somebody's just going to hit him on ten- intentionally hard. And, like, I agree with you when Goddard comes back. But, like, unless Goddard was low-key the most – you know, important tight end in the history of passing the football. Like it feels like something else is just kind of well, off. I think with AJ's this been game. had some That's issues. Part of it. I mean, AJ's AJ part of had it. the like, angle thing. He's clearly he's sick, sick last right. night. All that. I think they haven't gotten to that point. Right. Um. Like, I, and I get your point. I just think, look, and I think there's another thing too where I think the Eagles probably could have passed the ball last night more if they yeah, wanted they to. They didn't need to. They didn't that, need yeah. to. And, and that's the point. But like, early, if you don't need, why would you throw the ball if you don't need to? Yeah, and that's fair. But I think, like, when it comes off of a game where the offense only scored 17 points, they lose to Washington. They put up 40. I, I know. But, but the, like, and again, this is my thing, but I believe it's true. It's not just, like, a weird, like, fetish of mine that I like the passing game. Like, I believe <laughs> that, like, it's really important. And Sirianni said it last night, too. He was like, he was like uh, I'm paraphrasing the first part here, but, you know, this year we've shown we can throw passing the ball. And what he's really kind of saying there is we didn't show that last year, right? And last night they showed they can throw they they can win running the ball, but they showed that last year. So like to me, like it was forty points. I feel better about the team this morning than I did yesterday. I do right, but I also I mean if- there's still ten percent of me that is just a little worried that the passing game looks broken right now. And it's awesome when Jalen can run all around and when like all those things They're are figuring true. Figuring right? it out, you got to give them a chance no, to no, adjust. Right. They fig- just lost the most, but, maybe the most important part of their passing game. All right, I still think AJ is more important. But, I think so too. Yeah. But in terms of what but, Goddard but, does, and and again, it's the Goddard drop off. It's the it's the him right. to stole Calgary. No, no, no or but what I'm, what I'm saying is, it, it maybe you phrased it better than than I than I did. You're right. They're figuring it out, right? Part of figuring it out means there's a problem you don't have a solution to yet. And that's my concern. But they might, they, again, yes, they didn't I, have to. They, they ran for 360 yards. Like, I'm talking about specifically the passing game. But, like, but again, how, I get what you're saying last night. The passing night. game was good last night when they needed, when they it, needed to it to be. But so, it was like, how do you know? Early. How do you know if it wasn't? Well, but so what? Their million passing games aren't good early. <laughs> right, right. Like, who cares if you do? What if you have a great first quarter and then suck the rest of the game? Would you rather right. have that? No, no, I mean, who what, cares? What I'm saying is, when I was watching Jalen run all around and there was just a part of me that was thinking, like, this is not sustainable offense to me. I get your point, yeah, but again, that's all, that's but you're point. taking what's given you. And I, I, that's the thing that I think that people underrate with the Seagulls offense and the Seagulls team in general is that I think of all, like, again, look at the Chiefs and Pacheco's been better or whatever, but like, as great as Mahomes is, and he is, they have like one way to beat you. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And then it's like Travis Kelsey. And really, it's like, all right, I got a bunch of guys. Maybe they'll catch it. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Yeah. Whatever. Like, you know, these teams, like, the Eagles have a lot of ways to The Eagles to can beat you in different yep. ways. The Eagles can do different things. Like, I actually look at it as a as a positive for this team when they can go out and run that way. Yeah. And still know, like, again, just because they haven't thrown the ball well for two games prior to this, we're saying. Yeah. two ga- When I talked about lulls and flows and absolute, especially their first two games without the guy or one and a half games without the guy who we're right. saying is, like, 
it's we're so quick to react to these things in the moment. Like, oh, you had a bad passing game. Oh no! Oh no! They're ten and one. We had a bad passing well, game. Well, this is why like, I didn't we start gotta, the pod we gotta, with it. But we gotta but, rein that in more. Like, we can't but, be so quick to to well, say, oh, they've got a problem with the passing game. Like. No, I think no, they, they do. I but think... they, but we don't know that yet. And again, they're missing Goddard. It's going to be worse. The passing game will empirically, without a doubt, be worse without Dallas Goddard than with him. Period. Like end of discussion. I, I agree, right. But 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 Goddard's right? hurt. Like, is that a, right. Right. And you're, he's going to come back, which is huge. But the point is, is like you can't look at it when they lose one of their, if not their best player in the passing game, one of their two best players, most important players in the passing game. And then not expect a, a drop off of no, it, no, right? I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm surprised there's a drop off. I'm saying there is a drop off, and you're right. There, I look. I trust the coaching staff. I think Jalen's been special, but you said it best. Like they're figuring out how to do it, and until and they, they put like up 40 points last again, night. Again, I get that. 40, I'm saying, and they're I know, figuring I know, it out. I'm, I'm aware. But all I'm saying is, as fun as it is to watch Jalen run all around like that, it is not fun when I see him. At the end of a run, he's basically sitting up and a guy comes back and, like, sandwiches him from behind, right? Like, it's not fun when, like, I see him slow to get up because the difference between now and the beginning of the season, in my opinion, is before the season, I was not sure if, like, they could win. With I was not sure that they needed Jalen to win, if that makes sense. They need Jalen to win. Yeah, like, this team needs Jalen, right? There's no Nick Foles walking through that door. And so, as exciting as it is that – that he can do what he does. I mean, he almost set the NFL record for rushing yards in a game. Clearly, that's a special performance. I'm just saying, in back of my head, as he was doing it, I'm like, man, oh, man, this is not the way I want to see. I, this is not the way that I think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. And you're right. When Goddard comes back, I it's a collar, you know, it's essentially a collarbone injury. So it's not like it's a lower body injury, all those things. I'm just being honest in saying, like, it felt like I was watching last year's teams for stretches, and that wasn't a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Do, do you see my point, though? I, kind, not really. Like, I mean, I understand you're what you're saying, but because they ran the ball well, it was for like because again, because. But again, like I think you're like you're like oh that wasn't fun to watch them run the ball. I thought it was awesome. No, like again, I, I thought last night might have been their most impressive offensive performance of the season. Like that's how awesome wow. what okay. they did offensively. Forty points, no, right? No, so it was the no, most points right. they scored all season. You're right, and they ran for the in the history of the franchise, the hundred almost hundred years that this franchise has been around. It's the second most yards they've ever run yeah. for, and the other time they ran the ball sixty times. Like I think it's probably the most impressive offensive performance of the season by the Eagles. Yeah, and and I, you're coming in talking like can't do that. Whoa, 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 like whoa. that's what I don't get. Like oh, like last season. Like no, 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 no. Like that was that was a brava it offensive was, performance. It was, last it night. was very, 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 very good. I agree. All 40 points with the offense, too. There was no defensive yep, touchdowns. Yep, they put up 40 freaking points. Like I said. In, a, in, in prime time in an NFL game, That's man. why I started the pod by saying Yeah, right? but that I'm trying is to my, say oh, I think that you're be, – I get what you're saying, but I think you're being a little unfair with the look like last year. This not like I don't think so. Again, I think it might have been their best performance of the year offensively. Yeah, and look, maybe I'm letting how I felt at the beginning of the game carry on and jade what happened the rest of the game. Yeah. It's possible, right? I'm just – I'm just being honest. It. You know, like it. it's look and the, the him getting hurt seventeen stuff, times him is getting a lot hurt of time. is a separate yeah. discussion. And that yeah. I agree. Like you look at that, that is something you need to be cognizant of, aware of. To your point, I think if nothing else, because at some point teams say hit him, see what happens. Yeah, hey, you know, take a fifteen yard. You get kicked out of a game, we'll take it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. That I agree with you. I'm not minimizing that, but what I am saying is, I think from an effectiveness standpoint, the offense was about as effective as you could ever want it to be last night. Yes, it was. You've right. convinced me eighty percent. Thank of the you. Way. I'll take eighty percent. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to a couple other things. As we, you know, twenty-seven minutes on the offense and hurts is uh, is is the right amount. I think. Yeah. Um. All right. The defense. Another classic part of the pod. Me reminding, remembering to pay my parking. There we go. Did I'm your, two you, tickets deep now? I uh, you know. You got to remember. Did your, did your? Oh, it's eight o'clock almost. It's okay, almost yeah. eight. O'clock, okay. Yeah. So yeah. get again. Sorry. Two seconds. No worries. All right. So we'll, let's. Good see. reminder for everyone to pay their parking tickets. It's a good point. Um, all right, uh, let's get to the, the defense, and then we'll obviously yeah. do the special teams. Your thoughts? The defense, obviously, it was a um, you know up-and-down game. They had some moments, some some nice plays. The CJGJ injury, I think the most concerning part of the night. I'll get to that in a second. Though Blankenship did come in and made a couple you know, plays. Obviously it was a the very like, up-and-down performance. Yeah, like exactly what you would expect from an undrafted But that one safety. pick was a really, really <laughs> impressive, shocking play there. It was one of the more impressive plays it, I've seen uh, a safety make uh, recently. Dude, he read team. it. Just it don't, like, it was a really impressive play. Yeah. 
Um, but again, you know, the run defense struggles, this and that. Um, you know, Jordan Love comes in and looks like a superstar for, for a couple drives. What were your thoughts on, on what we saw from the day? A, a weird performance. Yeah. So let me make one thing overarchingly clear before I say this. I think the offense was better than the defense. Thank you for saying okay? that. Like, I, I don't want everyone to be <laughs> yeah, like, good. you're nitpicking the offense. Not the, like, okay, I get it. I have high I have high standards for a passing game. It's mm-hmm. probably a flaw of mine, right? But okay, now now to that. <laughs> I didn't think the defense was as bad as the 33 points. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm I just shocked. didn't. Like, I tweeted this last night. They kind of only gave up three legit points in the second half. Like, if you think about it. You're the, amazing. Thank you. It's good work. The, the Christian Watson touchdown was pretty much just an undrafted free agent safety making a bad play. Now, Marcus Epps on him is not ideal, but to be fair, Marcus Epps has played well this year, right? So you can argue at the matchup at the beginning of the play wasn't great. You're t- and then Blankenship just And Blankenship, ju- Blankenship jumps. And look, Christian Watson is so fast. Is like, yeah. Dude, that was... An insane athlete. That was what you... Like, those... The one, that's like... Tariq Hill is the one you think of all the time where you just see him run away yeah. from people. It's not... I feel like that's rare when you're watching a game and you just see someone, especially from like defensive from backs, across the field. It wasn't someone like just watch someone line. just run away from people, like past them and away. That yeah. was like, wow, this dude is. Well, fat. it's it's also like that's why he went in the second yeah. round and Reed was under. You yeah. know, like th- yeah, that. you're right. But so I thought early wonder, on, wonder what those next gen stats yeah, were, like Jalen Rager, probably, probably quick like Jalen Rager. In yeah, games yeah, yeah, exactly. It is it. You know, this is super quick. <laughs> it is interesting, like, how the Packers, who were clear, clearly going into the year, should have been a win-now team, drafted, like, the most unproven guy in the draft. And the Eagles, who weren't really a win-now team, yeah. traded for A.J. Brown. Like, it had to kill Aaron Rodgers. Oh Even though God. Watson's been awesome recently. Yeah. But, um, Aaron Rodgers maybe don't take $60 million and help yeah. your team build, but yeah. whatever. Um, so from the defense, I thought that, like, A.J. Dillon, in retrospect— it was a very tough matchup for this team. Like, he's really hard to tackle. Oh, dude, he is a he's, monster. He's really hard to tackle. It makes you worried about Derrick Henry coming in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. we think every single legal stand, when they're watching A.J. Dillon yeah. carry four defenders to, like, yeah. the first down markers, like, oh. I mean, the team the team in, in a weird way is, is, like, they have some good tacklers. But they do go through stretches where they're an undersized defense. I it's think Richie's brought this up. But yeah, like, they are undersized. But even then, like just even for an undersized defense, I don't ever remember a defense this deep in the season just yeah. having these stretches and of games where to, they just can't tackle all the time. To be fair, like Chauncey Gardner Johnson's not a great tackler. No. So I don't think losing him was was that part of it. In I that think perspective. the exact thing that hurt him was like the blanket. Now blanket chip also had an interception. But what really hurt him was uh, losing him was that play. But um yeah, I mean, I think the defense was bad early on. I, I do think it's a legitimate excuse that the special teams and offense put them in a tough spot. Like, I think the Packers— More the are, special teams. That one fourth down conversion from the offense. Otherwise, well, it wasn't— the really... fumble by A.J., where they returned oh, all the way to yeah. the 13 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot so, about the fumble from A.J. Right. But that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sure. um, you know, they I think that, that that's far. part of it. But that, that being said, you know, if— Having to stop a team from going 49 yards is not like they're not at the 12 like they were for the one drive. Um, So I thought the defense overall, 30 points or 33, not acceptable, not as many points as you should give up. I think the overarching problem I would have seen from the defense is like the injuries. Josiah Scott, um, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson. Vontae Maddox is way better than Josiah Scott. Yeah, he's way better. What's funny is Josiah Scott had an interception last last night. night, Yeah, that um, was a pop up. And uh, look, that I think that's important too. When talking about how the defense played, like forcing two turnovers every week is not like a normal totally. thing, you know. Totally. So, well, especially with like, I mean, and again, the Josiah Scott one was really a pop it up in the air and guy gets under yeah. and stuff. But still, I mean, but when a you good say pressure to force, when you the say throw. that the two interceptions were the two backup guys playing your secondary, I mean that that is <laughs> it is funny. The two guys were something. most concerned yeah. about were the two yeah. guys that had yeah. the interceptions. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I mean, 33 points, again, not enough. I did think they played better in the second half. The the Jordan Love thing, to me, I feel like they're mostly just in prevent. Like, they're not. But I thought they were a bit risky with it, too. You know, and like he did make some nice throws. He had some, he had he some zip on some throws, yeah. He looked better than I expected coming in. Yeah, like in. the Christian Watson touchdown was Christian Watson just running fast. Yeah. But, like, and I Reed thought Blankenship some of those throws, yeah. I mean, like, wasn't Jordan Love doing anything amazing? Right. Right. I was... Like, I've written Jordan Love off. Me too. You know, but I, after last night, I'm like, maybe not. You yeah. never know. I mean, some, some of these guys time. develop late. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of these guys have... I, I will say, though, it is crazy to think about... Um, I definitely... And they mentioned the broadcast, and um, but, uh, you know, Hurts going... He went, Jordan Love went 26 in that draft. Hurts was the yeah. 43rd pick in that draft. 50, excuse me, 53rd pick in the draft. So, you know, 27 picks after. 
And he's way better. And he's way better. For now. But, like, you know, yeah, Jordan also, Love but could improve. Build, make right. it's, it's just crazy. I mean, that draft, actually, it is kind of funny because, like, um, you know, it's a, it's a year for that draft when we think about Burrow in the Super Bowl last year. But, it, you know, the Burrow yeah. to a Herbert thing or what everyone always talks about. But then, you know, you add Hurts to that group. And if Love turns into something, I mean, that could be a really specifically forgetting if Love turns into anything. Just those four alone, Burrow to a Herbert Hurts has a chance to be a really special quarterback class. And, and it's the four a- guys we were met, like, that go on for years to be kind of like the top f- four of the top eight or yeah. whatever it is, you know? Herbert might be a loser. He might be, but yeah. you know what? No, but today's not the day to say it. No, like, no, no, no. that was awesome yesterday what Herbert did. He did yeah. a great job, and they won with the two, and he made big throws, yep. and yeah. know, he had a good game. Agreed. Um, the the thing I would say with the, the defense is, the t- like, the tackling, I think, is just it's going to be there. I did think the defensive line was really good last I, night. So that's my note. So yeah. Because I, I want to get into the I, – I think the tackling is is an issue. And it's to the point where it's one of those things where I keep saying, like, oh, it's just tackling, it's just tackling. We're getting to the point where it's like, all right, no. No, no, no. It's not just – like, you need to Well, especially tackle. when you look at the teams that were you in the NFC. Of it's course. probably still just the Cowboys. The Niners and the, and the Cowboys and the, are yeah. the two teams, though, but those teams and can run the football. And they're probably two of the toughest to tackle without a doubt. League, without so. a doubt. Without um, a and doubt. And I think often about, and I apologize for getting his name, the uh, caller that brought up to, on Gobert's radio, how they're, like, second in the league in yards allowed after a catch. Like, that's telling, too. Totally. You know, like, I think they have really good cover guys, but when the ball is caught, in the secondary, they don't have good tacklers, and, and we so saw the Christian Watson plays. and the ball is going to get caught. Like yeah. you know, there's 20 completions every game. Yeah, you know, especially yeah. against no, Canada. Right? Yeah. Like, Hell, yeah. look at you, just in on the bit. Yeah. Um, I I wrote the D line down too. I thought the D line had a, a really good game. Not not great. Look, they get 33 points. And to your point, I do think especially special teams, and we'll get to it. I mean, I, I don't know what as there is to say if yeah. you haven't said, but, but you know, some of those short fields were an embarrassment. Yeah, but. I thought the D-line played, for the most part, pretty well, other than the run game. And in general, the run game will say across the board, and bad tackling. Seven, yeah. But I thought, in terms of getting to the quarterback, which is you know the, the key thing that we always talk about, I thought they really helped win that football game. Obviously, late, I thought Hassan Reddick had a hit. He was awesome. Great game. Yep. He really is fast. And, and he is someone who, you know, th- there, there's things about guys you can watch a guy play for another team. You know, when you watch random games, we all watch a lot of football and see them get to the quarterback and stuff. It's in, until you get, a guy gets on your team when you realize, like, oh, that guy, like, that guy chases the play. Yeah. That guy, that guy's until the whistle goes, he's running, he's trying to make something happen. And I like Hassan Reddick's that type of football player. I, I will say, there's very rarely, I can't think of one. Like, there might have been one that I'm blanking on, but there's very rarely lack of effort plays from this defense. Like, they're not good tacklers, but it's not like it's one great, guy Elliot, misses. This is a great point. You know, like it's four guys, which is maybe more upsetting. No, but at you're least, right. At least there's a lot of guys there, right? It's um, a really good point. And I by the way, Fletcher Cox. Yeah, he was really good. Did stuff last yeah, night. Javon Hargrave, very good. I thought last night, Brandon Sweat Graham, half plays, a sack. Sweat, yeah. like. Yeah, the, the pass rush was really, really good. Yep. Um, Sue got in early on the pass rush. I think Hassan Reddick, too. Uh, you know, we talk so much about A.J. Brown. And obviously, as a passing podcast, a that's not surprising. Yeah. But, you know, Hassan Reddick's been just as good as A.J. Absolutely. Brown. Absolutely. You know, arguably more consistent yeah. in a way. Like, he had, like, yeah. one bad game to start yeah. the year. But no outside doubt. of that, he, he's been super good. So, yeah, the defensive line was really good. L- let me ask you before we wrap up the defense. Like, do you feel as bad as 33 points would indicate? Um... No, but I don't feel like much better about it. It's the uh, like my, it's the run like just the, excuse me, the inability to just kind of clamp down when you kind of know it's coming with the run game is is frustrating yeah. with me. So that's kind of holding me back. And look, we'll get to the CJGJ injury because I do that does concern me, and that's not helping the run game necessarily, but just in general what that guy's brought. Um, so I won't say thirty three points, but it definitely. You know, I was definitely moments of frustration again. Like, what last would you night. grade him? Like, because uh, I'm in like the B, C plus. I was gonna yeah. say a C. The two turnovers are big. Yeah, and I do, I do honestly and some think some big sacks and big moments at the end. Yeah, I do honestly think, and maybe this is hypocritical because, you know, with the passing offense, I did the exact opposite. But like, I think the defense was legit way better in the second half. I feel I know um, the points might like. I mean, they gave up you know 20 in the first, 33 in the second, or sorry, 13, 13. in the second. But I just thought in general, I would agree. I, would, me, I think better. I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. All yeah. right. So let let's get to the CJGJ thing. Um, have you heard anything about it? What did you see being in the building? We saw obviously yeah. it looked like he was in pain, his ribs, something like that. You know, kind of limps over the sidelines, get carted in the locker room. We don't hear a thing from him. Um, 
I know he wasn't in the locker room after the game. Yeah, That's not a always good sign. A, a bit of a concern. Like wasn't in the locker room. Yeah. So you know. what? What do you? What have you either heard, seen, or expecting yeah. based on your experience? With- um. So one thing I think I've learned about CJ, and I truly do not mean this as a shot at him, but like I feel like there's been a few times this year where he's looked like he's in extreme pain, and then he yeah, comes back. Yeah, we remember back. the last right. night game with Collinsworth, where Collinsworth yeah. made it seem like he thought he like like he came tore back, something. Right? He came yeah. In, yeah, yeah. So I'll leave that caveat out there, but. I mean, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of many times where a player has been carted in the locker room, is not in the locker room after the game, and, like, plays the next week. Mm -hmm. So, I think the chances of him playing next week, unless it's, like, the worst stinger ever, are probably pretty slim. And, obviously, they said it was rib, so so it's not that. Um, I think he's a loss. And it'll be an interesting kind of test because I know I've been a little bit on this kind of CJ thing, and I think you have a little bit as well. Like, the interceptions have been awesome. I do think, you know, he he's had bad coverage plays. He's not a great tackler, but he's he's a loss because as good as Reed Blankenship has looked, we're talking about different standards here. Like if CJ makes that play last night where he blows that really bad, like we're remembering that the rest of the year, you know? So they have really inexperienced, borderline bad backup safeties. Like Kayvon Wallace, not not been good this year, right? Like Reed Blankenship. Not been good ever in his career, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, replaying a chip with that interception did more than yeah, Wallace I mean, has ever done in his career. 100%. Yeah. There's still part of me that just likes Kayvon so much, it's hard for me to fully accept. Sure. But you're right. Like, he's been demoted this year. Also, let's be honest. He came, yeah, he's, Reed I mean, came Reed in and, and Kayvon did not. Yeah, we right? weren't even sure Reed was making the roster. Kayvon went from day one of training camp being with the starters to now being a third-string safety. Yeah. So, you know, that tells you, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, this isn't breaking analysis. I think missing C.J. Gardner-Johnson is really going to suck. Now – Ryan Tannehill's coming in next week, so not that the- was so. When you were talking about Derek Henry before, I was going to just jump in and say, but I figured I'd wait. But like, as someone who watched that whole game because that was the game that was on, you watched a lot of football. Yesterday. I did. Yeah, yeah I just tell you, it was really nice. Nice. Um, let me tell you, Ryan Tannehill, really bad. Yeah, he's like not it. He's way worse than I than he was. Like even the last couple of years, like he looked yeah. horrible, horrible, well, horrible, horrible. So feel good about that. I do think he's a player. And you said it like where when you sit and watch a full game, you really see it because there are weird times where you'll see like, oh wow, he had like, like move around and make yeah, a throw. yeah like oh he had like three hundred yeah. yards and they yeah. won again. And I think it'll be a tough game because you know as a leader of men coach, this team's going to come That's in right. ready to play. That's Mike Vrabel, right. right? Especially coming off a loss, exactly. Shame. Yeah. Oh. So, um, but you know you have him, and then uh, it's the Giants, another bad quarterback. Um, I think it's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. So you know a team that can't pass the ball. So the timing of it's actually not terrible. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's not good. Like, and you said it before, the injuries are piling up. I did see Jordan Davis after the game; he seemed to be in good spirits, so, which would you know, be huge. Maybe that'd that be, helps. That would be um, big. I also do think with Indomik and Sue and Linval Joseph that they will be better moving. And look, Sue had a good pressure last yeah, night he did, too, early on. Um, I do think they'll be better moving forward against the run. I think the first game they played against the Colts was a bit of adrenaline. You know, like, you're back. Oh, I'm sure. You're super yes. fresh. Yep. Now, they, you know, players always say it feels like you're go through a car accident when you play a game. Sure. They now feel like they've gone it's through their first point. car accident I think that's a months. really good point. Thank you. Gone a long time. You're right. Yeah. You know? um, so, I think that they'll be better moving forward. Now, I do think trying to tackle Derrick Henry is probably, Ugh, you know. Sounds horrible. Like, you know, I said me and Miles are similar sizes. I'm going to go ahead and say me and Derrick. <laughs> Not A little bigger. Yeah, yeah. Two so, of you, maybe. So, I, you know, we'll talk about that later in the week. But, um. Yeah, the injuries are piling up, and it'll be an interesting way for them to kind of play it because they don't have the one seed locked up, but they're really, they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're up, you know, I think a game and a half on the Vikings now. Yep, they're up. Which is two. Te- yeah, technically two on the Vikings for all intents and purposes. Oh yeah, I don't know why I say because they half beat them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, yeah. and they're two, not playing them again. So. You know, two and a half games up on the uh, the Dallas. Cowboys right now. They're three and a half up on the Giants. Who? Well, they'll be three. They haven't played the Giants yet, so be right. an even so three. Yeah. But they they have they have a good they have a, they have cushion so you you can lose to the Titans on Sunday and it's not the end of the world especially in the AFC team. you don't have to rush when tiebreakers yeah, come down hundred percent yeah so look look at us already explaining away the loss <laughs> um, so I still feel really good about where they're at and I I said it earlier in the week um, this team's probably going to the Super Bowl when you just look at the fact that they're going to have home field advantage they're probably not going to lose their first playoff game like they're they're almost there they're, in yeah a weird I think way. NFC champ I feel really con- like. Anything can happen in the NFC yes, Championship game. But I, I do feel not really confident. I, yeah, I think really confident they're going to be in the NFC Championship game, and that's crazy to, yeah. to think about. I and mean, then, you know, you, you, who knows what can happen. But, yeah, I think they're reaching a point where 
they start thinking about you that. have to start thinking about like making sure these guys are ready to go. It's an interesting and point. Avante, CJ, Jordan, um, Dallas, obviously. Yeah. Avante, uh, we've you know the Maddox injury is is really hurt. Yeah, like, that's look, when you know Avante's been a little in and out. Yep. You know, like uh, look AJ, AJ. AJ's playing, but uh, you know hurt like. Yeah, it's catching up with them as it does for it. Look, it's a war of attrition. Yeah, that's hundred percent. And the, to your point, that's why that's one of the things that I wanted to make sure I said coming in and and want, we'll get to the special teams in one second. Not much to say, but we should at least mention it, like yeah. because we. You know. I actually have a few. Okay, good. So I have some other things too. So we, we're going long. Whatever. Yeah, that's I fine. Care. I mean, I'll, I'll get my work done. Me, yeah. I'll get my work Lucky, done. Yeah. Don't worry about right. it. This is for the Go Birds listeners. Yes. Um, but I wanted to make sure to reference and mention because you said it before, but like, like. And I think last night was even better than that, considering what the offense did and how they dominated from a force of will and, and all that type of thing. But, like, last night is a, a perfect representation, again, of what you keep talking about and have all season about stacking wins. Yeah. And how, like, last night, that to your point, we just talked about, like, all of a sudden you have a, a two-game lead, essentially, on the Vikings, two on doubt. Like, last night, that's a big freaking win, man. That's a big win. It, it would be... Really, really big for this team. I do think the last big test is Dallas Christmas Eve. Oh, big just time. in terms of like, all right. And even then, that's three straight row games. Yeah. Like that's like yeah, it's short not, week. You know, but but like it would be awesome for this team to go in there and like having a loss not super mad. Yeah. Like if you I want agree. that to go in and be like an emotional, like let's big see if time. we can do it. But big time. if we lose, you're like, well, you know what? They come here and next totally. time. So I think no, that, totally. that that's why all these look, that's why the Colts wouldn't really matter. Yeah. So. Um, all right, let's get to the special teams. Again, there's not we're not gonna break any ground here like yeah. we've been talking about. Again, I, I honestly bad. I feel like that we were way on front. Like I was mentioning this pretty As early always. in the season. You know, I was like, hey, yeah, this is the one thing I'm worried about. Like we're we're good, but like yeah, you know, and sorry with Sip Boss, and then it's like, oh, Sip Boss isn't even close to the worst part of it, which yeah. is crazy. You know, I still don't like him, but like the coverage units, particularly obviously the returns. I mean, Boston Scott, like, you know. New guy, same thing, you know, no, you know, it well, felt different as it happening. But again, it's like we end up on the 20 every time. So like yeah. just top to bottom and the coaching and the coaching, because it did seem, and again, I didn't listen after the game or ever, but like missed lane assignments. Yeah, I asked Sirianni. A, a number, yeah. so, so dive in because yeah. just top to bottom, like from the players and the performance, but also the coaching, the, the every other than, oh, real quick, other than just nails Jake well, Elliott that, just that, freaking nails that was my actually freaking nails but go ahead so the special actually, teams thing top to bottom yeah so my biggest special teams takeaway from last night in some ways is man having Jake Elliott's a big part of the special teams yeah, you know like big. to make that kick in that spot I I in that play maybe we can talk about the decision like I'm impressed he went for it like that's went a long kick, yeah. So I mean, like it's a long kick. Like you really, especially when they missed extra points. That right, by exactly. Both teams. Like it was a, and, kind of a weird night with the wind. And and part of me a little bit feels, you know what? Like I, I'll take the bad special teams. It means I get to have Jake Elliott as my kicker. Sure, it doesn't. It shouldn't have to. be. It shouldn't. But yeah. but that's the thing. It's not an either right. or. Proposition. If I have to choose one or the other, I'll take the great kicker yeah. over the the one. It's chance a big that, part yeah, of the special yeah, teams, yeah. is what I'm saying. The I fact agree, that they I have a that. kicker that's made Massive. huge kicks yet. But but but. I mean, they're really bad. Like, you know, and the tough thing is, like, when we talk about other problems with this this team, I feel like you can sit here and go, well, here's the problem. Like, I don't know how to get to the solution, but, like, here's here's what it is. I think with the, the special teams, it's it's a couple things. A, I just don't think the personnel is good enough. And I'm not—Michael Clay is— Probably going to lose his job. Should. So, so and he should. Again, I like we ripped on people a lot or two weeks ago. Where it's like rip, it, like get fire Gannon. It's like shut up. Like you sound right. ridiculous. Yeah. As a ten one team, the defense has right. been mostly good. There are moments I don't like Gannon, but like stop. Yeah, Michael Clay. Even for a ten one team, like I think you could make an argument. They won't in season, but like you could make an argument. He deserves to be fired. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't believe firing him in season. But they won't. I don't think. But, but I was actually thinking about this last night. Like, and you know, I don't know what special teams coordinators are out there. But if there's someone that's done it for 20 years, you know, retired two years ago, like, I don't know, man. Sure. Like, maybe it really is a scheme thing. Like, maybe maybe sure, they're not coming into it these. It certainly could right. be. Yeah. Now, but but I do think it's players as well. I do. But, like, 
look. Coach him up. Get no him offense out. to special teams. I feel like it's got to be the easiest one to scheme for. No doubt. Right? Dude. So, like, if there's someone that's done it for 20 years that can come in and be it's like, case a kid hey, man, too. Like, like, clearly you're doing this very wrong. You know, well, like, look with the Packers on the opposite side of the sidelines, Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. It's a guy who, like, you know, looks like the Raiders probably should have kept as their head coach. But, right. but I mean, that's a, and it was so clear. It was such a massive mismatch. You know, yeah. that game probably shouldn't have and been the, as close the returner as it was. was their returner was good. He was I'll very good, but yeah. again, it wasn't just that he was good. It was that he had these wide open lanes that he was yeah. running down. You know, and, uh, and at a certain point, that's coaching, right? These guys, these these f- bottom of the roster players, the Eagles have a great roster, I, dude. I like agree their with special that. teams, talent wise, yeah. and maybe it is. Again, we don't know well enough that like special teams breaking it down like that. But it shouldn't be that the talent on special teams shouldn't be that much worse or that much lower that it's this bad. Well, and also, it just feels like it should really be as simple as. This is your lane. Stay, Stay in your in lane. It. Yep. And <laughs> I, I kind of refuse to believe that a coaching staff that we're so impressed with in almost every other way is like just completely botching yeah. this one, right? So, yeah. so I do think it's probably like, look, man, we we don't think Kayvon's good on defense. Maybe he just sucks yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Kobe Dean, like I know he played it at Georgia, but like he's not a great athlete. Like Sean Bradley, not as good as he was last year on special teams. Like I do think. That when you emphasize the bottom of the roster for things that are not special teams, like I know they have Kyron Johnson, but like I, I think it's personnel and I also think it's coaching, but I also think there is no solution unless I would not fire Michael Clay. But I don't know. I'm getting close to the point where maybe you bring someone in that undercuts him a little because it I, I just want a fresh set of eyes to say what is going on with the special teams. And there has to be somebody out there experienced enough not doing anything that'll take a few hundred thousand to come in. And sit with Michael Clay and Sirianni and be like, totally. like, what's going on? Look, here? you brought in Vic Fangio because he's friends with Gannon to, yeah. to you know help during spring train or spring train during uh, know. I know right yeah training camp yeah um you know you've brought in you know I'm I wouldn't be shocked if at some point Frank Reich's around doing stuff this now like, they brought like, in Marcus Brady yeah guy. teams do this all the yeah. time they bring in guys all the time like I think it's a really smart point bringing someone with extra eyes who's got a lot of experience yeah. in that world because again like Michael Clay does not. He doesn't have a lot of experience he's super as a young, coach like, or as a human. Yes, exactly. You know, like, like he's a young guy. Yeah. Like, and you know, he seems likable. I'm not. Uh, he is likable. I'm not trying not to let that cloud my judgment because I think the coaching staff in every other way has been so good. It's again. This is one of those. Like it's such a. But cliche. they're bad. They're really it's bad. Such a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. Where it's like, oh, you're a really good team. You're a great team, or whatever. But. Special teams could come back to yeah. bite you and lose you a playoff it game. Did last it night. could. It could lose them a freaking well, playoff think game. Think about this. Last night, Jake Elliott makes a super clutch field goal, which the special teams also gets credit for. Sure. But he makes the super big field goal, and you're like, all right, this game's over. And then they're immediately at the 50. Yep. So yeah, it's yep. like things like that. And you mentioned the Chiefs, right? I agree with you. The Chiefs are flawed in a lot of ways. What's really going to make them lose is if Patrick Mahomes has only only has to go fifty five yards or yeah. even no, even sixty sure. yards. No, you're you know, right. like you're right. That's a good point there. Yeah, just yeah. kick it out of bounds, man. Yeah, well, there. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's kind of it with the yeah. special teams. I yeah. feel. I that's mean, we got. you just got to hope, and it's a or or hire somebody else. Yeah. I would not fire him, but I, I would, would consider something. bringing like, somebody else. I would do else something, in. whatever it is, like. Yeah. Make it a, a extra point. I'm sure they have, and make it an extra extra point of emphasis. And look, at a certain point, if if you need to have a, you know, a, someone who doesn't always play special teams, like I would not do that. I have like a gunner or some like a, a. I'm not talking like someone who really like Kaiser White or something like that. Like I wouldn't. I'm just saying like maybe on a big spot. That's what big, I'm talking about. Like, but that's big, tough too because they don't yeah, play it all game. I know. And, I know. Know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm I, trying no, to think I, of no, ideas. You're right. I'm trying it, to think it, of like something you could do to be like, all right, this guy's going to do it. Get up and do it. Like you know, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just dude, trying. If Covey's not returning kicks and he's not great at returning, why is punts, he there? Well, like, honestly, he man, have Greg Ward come up and do it. Sure. Like at least you know Ward in an absolute pinch could play wide could, receiver could for you. Competently play receiver. Yeah. I like Covey again, but like, yeah, come on, man. I'm fully out on Covey. It's fully. been disappointing. Fully. I mean, he hasn't it's zero. It's zero. And again, yeah. like, oh, I'm well past the point of like, I'm happy he doesn't drop him. Like, and even then he did a few times. Yeah, got him early back. on. But yeah. All right. Um, last things I got. I quickly, you know, Bush League Packers. What embarrassment. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Like, I feel like I didn't pick up on this because I wasn't it, on the team. It was, it was so clear. It was happening like over and over. Thing. Over and over and over. It was so clear. Like, yeah. whatever. I saw the one, it's just, sna- the one I know it's video. part of the game and all that, but it's like, it was so lame. Yeah. And, and whatever. I just, I, if I don't mention it, I know. Remember that next time you make fun of soccer. Yeah. Well, it's just, I'm making fun of the Packers. Yeah, I'm just saying. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's I'm just not, saying. It happens I, in I, all Let's just say. Here's what I'll say. Our next pod. 
I got some soccer thoughts. I look forward to it. Yeah, I got some good ones, right? And I actually have a real legitimate soccer observation that I just, I'm like, why do they do this this way? Like, right, this please week, don't forget it. I, I, it's in my notes. Okay, I'm so good. excited about right. it. Okay. Um, last thing, oh, the two things, the AJ fumbles, that's where I know AJ's sick or quickly AJ Brown, like he's sick. He had like, he was throwing First up all, all week. He lost seven pounds in two you days. You could so. see his eye. His yeah. eye was right. bleeped up. Man. Whatever he caught, if he wants to pass that on. Stay away from me. <laughs> Got <laughs> but, it. Um, look, the turnovers are really bad on offense mm-hmm. and I'm not excusing being sick. I'm sorry. Like you played, you yeah, fumbled it last NFL. week. Yeah. Like, you had a touchdown. Yeah. So. Yeah, you had a touchdown. So, yeah, the fumbles on offense are really bad. You know, they emphasize it. They coach it. You know, maybe it's just... I'm the luck goes a certain yeah, way. Yeah, more attrition. Like, it was an unsustainable say, you amount. You know, look, it's, it, Jalen had the one game, but Jalen is is making good decisions. It's not yeah. him coughing the ball. Not but I think that's a like good interceptable sign. Passes look, it, it's like A.J. Brown don't... don't, don't hold on to the ball, ball man. Especially because what I will say about A.J. Brown is both of his were clearly, like, avoidable. They, they were fighting not, like, for extra yeah, yards. Exactly, so. exactly. Okay, and then the last thing I had... Um, shout out to Jason Kelsey last night yeah. becoming the uh, the most 170th game as an Eagle, the most ever by an Eagles offensive lineman passes. Um, you're famously not on the Mount Rushmore, Chuck McNair. Yeah. Um, so if he, uh, I looked it up, uh, he 180 is, it, is, is it the offensive, offensive record. Line? It's not the. It's not just players. Oh no no. So listen. Uh, so uh, he it's the most by an Eagles offensive lineman. Consecutive um, or played overall? Overall, okay, 170, right. uh, which passed Bednarik, who was sit 169. The most by an Eagles offensive player is 180 by Harold Carmichael. So Kelsey is 10 away from tying that. Um, the most by any position player is Dawkins at 183. And the most ever by any person in the Eagles uniform is David Akers at 188. So theoretically, if Kelsey wants to play one more year. He would pass it. If he makes it through next year and this year fully healthy through all of it. He would he would become the all time yeah. Eagles leader in games played. I think we should all agree David Akers should not be on this list. I know. Well, it is what it is. I know. But, but I agree. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's why I put the others. So Brian Dawkins technically one eighty three. So I don't yeah. Kelsey would not be able to get there this year. Um, but you know maybe a reason to come back one more year, Jace. Yeah. He was amazing last night. I, by the way, I, Kelsey I, was phenomenal. So it's unbelievable. My prediction with Kelsey is he is going to play next year. I think there's a fifty fifty chance it's Eagles or Kansas City. Oh, go play with his brother. Yeah. I don't I don't think he'd do that. I get what you're saying. I don't think he would leave. But I get I do. it. I don't. I really don't. I don't mean that as like a he, I get it. I just don't. But I Cam get Jurgens. what you're saying. But they yeah, but they they do. But the, the what's the, they've uh what's his name in um in uh is it Mitch Morris or something? They they got a good maybe yeah. it's not Mitch Morris. I just my my prediction. Creed I, Humphrey. I think I think Kelsey, Humphrey, I do not maybe? think Kelsey's gonna retire. Although the whole like podcast thing, getting on Twitter does lend itself yes. to thinking he's thinking post-career. But it is an interesting thought. I do not think Jason Kelsey would play for another team. I think the Eagles have done him so mm-hmm. good the, with the coming back and letting him choose and taking his time on. So I think he'll be an Eagle. I think if playing he's with back. the brother would be like a, a dream. A I cool get it. Thing. And cool I wouldn't blame thing. him at all. Yeah. He wants to end his career playing with his brother. I think that's perfectly acceptable. Um, last thing. Uh, I said that was last, but last, last. Nine, Big Balls Doug, quick real one. quick, by the way. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Doug. That was awesome. See, and then... Last thing I have, and then and then your last thing, um, and I'm sure people saw it, but it's just crazy to to mention that if the season ended today, all four NFC's teams are in the playoffs. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That man. is pretty wild. And Washington's played great. You know, it makes that loss to Washington feel like a lot. Yeah. It was a tight game yesterday, but Washington's a, they're tough, man. They win games. Obviously, the Giants, the Cowboys are playing really well right now. I mean. Giants are probably the worst team in that division. I think they definitely are. Yeah. Like Washington's scary. Like I wouldn't want to play. I would not want Washington coming in as a seven to three. I would be okay game or something. With like, that. Be fine, but, but I'm saying yeah. like there's something with that team. They got a little vibe going. They yeah. got like Heineke. There's something going. There. Yeah. No, I I agree. And the fact it's all four is really crazy. And it makes what the Eagles are doing more impressive. Like it does. Your, your point, I think, is really true. And I'm probably going to steal it. Like it is a year where you don't have to be great. But for what it's worth, to win this division. Yeah, you got to be good. Like you're, you're not backing into a division title like, like the they Bucks. did last year. Yeah. Like, uh, well, there's crazy the, thing about the 2020. Well, they didn't that, get a title last year. No, but I'm talking you know about the I mean. Bucks this season. With no, no, the, no, I meant the. I meant I said the Eagles won the. Division oh, you were talking. Yeah, I misspoke. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles you, backed into a playoff spot this year. Last year, they are not going to back into a correct, uh, division correct. title. This and year. also, look again. Two years ago, when they did make the playoffs, but Washington won this division seven and nine. That yeah. was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And now the whole division is is above 500. It's pretty crazy. Um. Yeah, you ready for my final thought? I am born ready. All right, dude, let me tell you, man. I think the thing Sirianni did where he showed— Oh, I love this so like, much. Yeah, yeah I, told, I told my wife—I told Emily about it. I loved it so much. It's like 
So good. I, I think the thi- so for those who might not know, the night before the game, Sirianni showed players. I would assume almost all players, but like in the team meeting, he put up highlights of players in high school, mm-hmm. and like was a reminder to be like, love what you're doing, play the game. Like, how proud I thought, would these kids I, be? I thought of that you? was the coolest yeah. part. Being like, think of how cool, and I'll use Jalen as an example. Yeah. Like, think how proud Jalen would be of Jalen, uh. right? And, so cool, man. I would like, run through a wall for this guy. Well, I get asked often on, like, radio interviews in Philly, obviously, but also, like, outside of Philly, too, like, what makes Sirianni a great coach? And it's kind of hard to put into words, but, like, that right there. That. Like, that is what makes him a great coach. And, I mean, it's just, like, it's like Friday Night Lights. Like, I feel like it's something, like, Eric Taylor would do. You mm-hmm. know, like, it's just, it's really awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. that's really I, all I can say about it. When you texted him, I, I, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, like, like. It's just again. I told Emily to about think it. to I, do yeah, it too. Know. You know, like it's he's amazing at that. Like yeah. um, again, uh, um, you know, motivating guys is one of the. That's why. That's why I'm a leader, man. Guy. You know, that's yeah. a long running I mean, joke look, on this podcast. Always, been a always be, yes. I'm yeah. a big motive. Like I think <laughs> yeah. this sport, you have to have it, and to be able to constantly come up with new, creative, unique ways to motivate guys, like. Is a real skill. Yeah. And he's a he's like elite. You can't elite. tell me that. Like again, players... the stuff that that Ertz talked about that he came back up yeah, again with the, the numbers up. Like there's yeah. so many little th- like it's just over and over and over and over and over. This guy just gets how to like what he gets what makes players go and yeah. what makes them tick and how to tap into that. And that's special, man. Yeah. I mean, so there was a a stat like he's one of maybe only four coaches to reach double digit wins in his second so, something like that. And the other one's like Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. And like He's the guy. Like mm, he's the guy that when we were talking about who they should so hire. Gratifying he's like to me. the better version. This is so gratifying. Yeah. Well, but I think he's also great X's. Those, those who guys. knew it. He's yeah. an offensive X's coach. But knows, yes. But yeah, man. like, dude, I mean, props to Larry, man. Like, he saw something. And it's clearly, because that that yeah. thing is unbelievable to do that. All right. Um, this is a long one. This is yeah. good. Well, All you right. know, it's been a while. It's been a while. Um, we'll be back later this week, normal week. Uh um, you know, pods. I got soccer thoughts. Yeah. Parks pick spot later. We're back at Parks on Saturday. So a I mean, we're normal, in the stretch run now. And then we got a normal 1 o'clock game on Sunday. This is a Love normal it. week. A normal Go yeah. Birds week. We can't wait. We're ready yes. for it. Uh, so we will talk to you later in the week. He's like,